Hey guys, welcome to Apartment 311. I'm Des. And I'm Jocelyn, and we're here to talk about all things Big Sister. Basically, we're here to talk about all the things that are embarrassing, taboo, or random that we wish we had learned earlier in life. In this podcast, we cover a variety of topics and offer our personal insights, advice, and stories on mental health, entrepreneurship, travel, astrology, community, and embodying a positive lifestyle. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hello and welcome back to Apartment 311 with Des and Joss. Today we are talking all things self-love. Jocelyn, go ahead and kick us off. Self-love. This is one of my favorite topics ever to talk with people about because it is so important. It is so important, Um, especially this time of year as we are heading into the darker days and slipping into maybe you have seasonal depression, maybe you don't. I know I do. Um, But if you are heading in that direction, it's really, really important to remember ways that you can love yourself and make yourself feel good and cozy even when the weather is cold and it's dark outside. So this is one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, I also want to put it out there that this podcast is completely gender neutral. So everyone is welcome here. Um, We got a lot of feedback from like men asking if they could listen to our podcast. And I'm like, heck yeah, you can listen to our podcast. Of course, we're not just going to be talking about tampons the whole time. I promise. (laughs) But yeah, so we are going to touch on a few different things today. um, And I am going to talk about forgiveness. I'm going to talk about investing in yourself. I'm going to give you some positive affirmations that you can recite when you're feeling a little bit poopy, give you some self-care ideas and talk about boundaries all right jocelyn well tell us all about forgiveness forgiveness okay so the forgive and forget saying um i get it but you always think about that with another person in mind so we are taught to forgive other people when someone has done something wrong to us but we're not taught how to forgive ourselves when we make a mistake um and for example like i grew up in a household where it was really important to try your best all the time which is amazing and i think you should try your best um except for when you're really tired then give yourself some grace but we weren't exactly taught how to forgive ourselves when we made a mistake. So I grew up with a lot of guilt. um, And that's nothing on like the household I was raised in at all. It just wasn't a thing to, you know, you don't think about teaching someone that they need to also forgive themselves for things. So you make your mistake and you apologize and you move on. But then you apologize to yourself for making that mistake too. So like, it's not, it's not necessary that you condemn yourself to guilt for the rest of your life because you messed up on something, even if that something was big and it might've hurt someone else. I think the really, really important thing is that you reflect on whatever happened and you try your best to not repeat that mistake and you look at life coming from pure intentions and then you, you have the space to forgive yourself when you make mistakes. I don't think people very often think that forgiving yourself is a way to love yourself, but it definitely is. And I just want to remind people that that is something really, really important to do. And it's okay to do because you can forgive other people and you shouldn't be the last one to forgive yourself either because we are all just humans floating around on the universe. We are just human, guys. (laughs) I love that. Talk about investing in yourself. What does that look like? How can someone invest in themselves? Investing in yourself investing in yourself can be investing time in yourself. It can be investing money in yourself. 
um, it can come from both those areas. And I, once again, if you're anything like me, your, your first reaction is like, oh, I want to give somebody else this thing, or I want to give this person my time. But it's really important because your time and your finances are all an investment. And if you're always pouring, pouring, pouring into somebody else, you're not getting that back. I mean, you might have some really good friends that are helping fill your cup also, but it's really important to invest in yourself and it's okay to invest in yourself. Um, so a lot of the things that I'm talking about today are just things that it is okay to do these things for yourself um, rather than needing someone else to do them for you. Like you can, yes, you do Pilates, right? I do. Yeah. I do. And you probably have to pay for your Pilates because that is a service that's being provided to you and you are exchanging your money for it. Um, but that is an investment that you're making in yourself. And I bet you're darn happy that you're making that investment. Am I correct? Oh, yes. A hundred percent. I go twice a week and I wouldn't like it any other way. So. Yeah, love it. It's really important that you are able to give yourself that space to kind of pour into yourself as well. Like it is okay to spend a little bit extra money on a hobby. It's okay to spend a little bit of extra time doing something that you like doing or not doing anything when you're tired. Um, it's okay to put the effort into something for yourself that you would also put in for someone else. Um, say you want to buy a necklace for your best friend. You can gift that, but you can also buy yourself a necklace like this ring. I'm actually going to write on this ring, but that was an investment that I made in myself promising that I was, I was going to love myself um, and that I wasn't going to lose myself on a path to um, like please other people anymore because I'm a people pleaser and that's something that I really grew up doing. So that's that's the story of my ring and why I'm always wearing it. I think it's really funny because everyone is always like, oh, who got that ring for you? I'm like, ha this girl, <laughs> this girl right here got this ring for me. So yeah, that's the other really important thing is investing in yourself and knowing that it's okay and it's healthy um, and filling your cup to the best of your abilities is going to help you be your best self for other people. What are some other examples? So obviously Pilates and I love the ring. <clears throat> what other ways can you invest in yourself? Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you think about the things that you think are selfish to do, those are probably things that you can give yourself permission to do to invest in yourself. So like, spending say you spend 80 bucks on a massage that's an investment in yourself whether it be for relaxation whether you need it for an injury whether you need it because you get tension in your back and then you get migraines from it it doesn't matter what reason you want to go get a massage if you want to go get a massage and that's going to fill your cup it is okay to spend money on yourself or if you want to take a class Take a class. Like, when is the last time that you picked up a new hobby or learned something new or, um, and, and not even did it by yourself? I mean, there's YouTube is fantastic. You can learn instructional videos on so many things, but there's something really unique about having someone teach you how to do something. And sometimes you have to pay for that. So, like, I know people that are, I know someone that is in their 60s and they're like, I want to take a carpentry class. And I'm like, Heck yeah, go take a carpentry class. That's so cool. That's something that you can do. Or um, like for us, doing this podcast is something that we are investing in ourselves because 
Um, this isn't this isn't an income for us. This is by no means a stream of income for us. So this is us just doing something that um, for us, we I mean, we want to put things out that can be helpful to people. Um, but this is also making us happy to be able to talk to people on this platform as well. So this is an investment in in ourselves as well. 100 percent. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. And like, I think the other thing too is knowing that it's okay to spend your money on your hobbies. Like, that's okay. Don't you rollerblade? Sorry. Yeah. Don't you rollerblade? That's <laughs> like a hobby that a lot of people would like think of, you know? But yeah. I think it's so cool that you do that. Yeah, I rollerblade with my dog. If you're watching on YouTube, she's sitting right there. She's all curled up, like her floppy little ears. They're giant. She has big bat ears if, if you're not watching. Um, but yeah, I rollerblade and it's really important to know that you can spend your money on your hobbies. Um, I think that we get wrapped up in this stream of like productivity and like how we are bettering ourselves and um, you need recreation. Like it's actually considered an occupation of recreation. That's an actual thing. Um, and so you need to be able to invest in that too, whether that's like buying yourself a new bicycle or going rock climbing at a rock climbing gym. Of course, I'm living, listing out all of these like active hobbies or <laughs> going shopping or buying yourself a new pair of shoes that actually fit your feet um, or doing carpentry. Or I've got a friend that does like knife throwing and she makes her own target. So she will like combine her carpentry hobby with her knife throwing hobby and do that. So there's just various things you can do and it's okay to spend money on doing them. That is perfectly okay. Obviously don't get yourself like racked up in debt on a credit card doing these things, but it's okay to make that investment in yourself. I love that. I love that. What other forms of self-love did you want to touch on yeah so I want to I was going to go into positive affirmations but I think I'm going to save that to the end so that you guys can just take them down and say them to yourself as we part ways um but let's talk about boundaries yes <laughs> what are some of the boundaries that you set what does setting boundaries even mean uh um, go ahead <laughs> boundaries are like across the board so I struggle with boundaries. I've always struggled with boundaries and I still struggle with boundaries a little bit, not as much as I used to by any means, but my biggest boundary was being able to say no, which again, I still struggle with that one a little bit, but no is a really, really important thing to learn. No is a full sentence. It is two letters and it is a full sentence. Um, that's a really, really big one. And it's really important to set boundaries because you have to protect yourself too. Um, as much as I want to believe that everyone in this world 100% of the time always has pure intentions, that's just not the reality. And you have to create a space for yourself where you can protect your peace. Um, and saying no has been a really big one for me because you can say no to taking on extra work. You can say no to um, a social obligation that you just really don't have the energy for. You know, it's a really important thing to be able to say no when you don't have it in you to give what the situation would require. Um, so that's a really big one for me. Uh, another thing is like setting relational boundaries. 
that's really important too, whether you're in a friendship or you're in a romantic relationship, it's really important to know your needs and desires and what is okay or not okay with you and to be able to verbalize those boundaries because otherwise like there's confusion on both sides and one or the other or both feels disrespected. And again, this is friendships and romantic relationships. Um, it's just really important that you can be like, hey, you know, you said this thing and it really bothered me and I would appreciate that you don't say it again. Um, and I think there's a difference between, you know, setting a boundary with like an ultimatum and being like the you don't want to put it out in an unhealthy way where you're like, hey, if you do that again, I'm going to leave because that's kind of manipulative um, and we don't want to go into that. But you can be like, hey, this thing made me feel this negative emotion and I'd really I, that's not something that I value in a friendship um, and then they can either choose to respect or disregard that boundary that you set and that that will carry over into that relationship you can decide whether or not you want to continue that relationship um, which in itself can be another boundary uh, it's perfectly okay to decide that relationships aren't serving you anymore so if you're in a situation where you've been friends with somebody for years and you kind of start to go down different paths that's okay and it doesn't have to be hurt feelings it doesn't mean that either of you are bad people it just means that you went different directions and that's perfectly fine so um those are some different boundaries that you can set and it's just really important to know that you can set them again giving yourself permission to set boundaries so that you can protect your own peace I love that. And communication is major. It's key to mm -hmm. relationships, friendships in general yeah. as well. Um, touching on boundaries, uh, since the holiday season is coming, is there any boundaries mm -hmm. in that term and terminology? Yes, I holidays? love that. That is a beautiful question and something that I was actually talking to another friend with today. Um, because I know I myself get a lot of anxiety around the holidays for the food culture um, because coming from a background of having various eating disorders, it's really difficult for me to be around that much food and not have any kind of guilt associated with it. Um, so we were talking about that and it's just having, <clears throat> you know, like my big thing with around the holidays and the food culture was... Um, feeling like obligated to eat a lot or feeling like you're going to hurt someone's feelings if you're not eating what they cook or things like that. Um, and I think that it's just really important that you're honest with yourself and you're like, you know, having eight ser servings of mashed potatoes probably isn't going to make you feel good in either emotionally or physically. It's probably not the healthiest. If that's what you want to do and you feel good about it, like, great, you can treat yourself. That's fine. I'm not not raining on your parade but um if you feel pressured into like having this fuller plate than you would like to put into your body it's okay to just be like yeah i don't think that's a part of my journey today um and just people can respect that it's okay um i think something else about boundaries is that sometimes you have to be the first person to put it out there in order for other people to know that it's okay to do it also um, so for example, if I set a boundary and I'm like, Hey, yeah, um, I really appreciate that you cooked all of these things. I'm just, this one's not, that one's not going to make me feel good today. So I'm not going to have that one, but I know I've had it in the past and I really appreciate you thinking of me. Um, 
that's okay to do that. And that shows other people too, that they can also do that. So it's kind of like this chain reaction and that somebody has to be the first person to set a boundary, but then the rest of the people can start setting their own boundaries. And it just makes all of your relationships healthier all around. Um, and then another one with the holidays. Oh, the holidays are hard in that I think there are a lot of um, there are a lot of expectations on like being in a romantic relationship or societal timelines of, you know, you and I are in our mid twenties now and people are like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have babies? When are you going to do all these things? How's your job? How's your career? Are you settled? Do you have a house? Um, which are all fantastic things, but they're fantastic things in your own time. You don't have to do them on a specific timeline. Obviously, as women, yes, we have some somewhat of a biological timeline for like having babies, but it doesn't doesn't even mean that you have to have children. Okay, you you have to whether you are male or female, you have to have gotten the question at some sort of holiday gathering. Are you in a relationship? How's your significant other? Are you seeing anyone? Are you dating anyone? Are you talking to anyone? Or God forbid you get the comment. How on earth could you be single? Uh, oh. All of those. All Cringe. of those. I am cringing at that last one. Because Ugh. there are so many reasons you can be single. And you know what? You don't have to answer any of those questions either. Um, so if you do come across a situation where someone's asking you those, you can just simply tell them, you know, that's not something that I really feel comfortable talking about right now. And that is okay. It is okay because no one has the right to know your business because it is your life and you can make the decision to share what you want to share with other people or not to share because, again, it is your life and it is your decision to make. And it is okay to set a boundary and just say, I'm not, I'm not comfortable talking about that right now. Snaps. You, you do not have to explain yourself. <laughs> you don't have to explain yourself. So if it, as we go into the holiday season, if you're feeling anxiety around food, if you're feeling anxiety about expectations from other people, set your boundaries. It is okay to set your boundaries. And also just hear little Jocelyn in the back of your head going, you go, you go, you be your own self. You are who you are and you are beautiful or you are handsome or however you want to hype yourself up. That is you're wonderful. So yeah, just live your life. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I needed that. You know, Thanksgiving's around the corner and so is all the other holidays. So yes, heading into holiday season. What else would you like to talk about in regards to self-love? Mm, let's talk about self-care. I want to talk about self-care for a minute because the biggest thing that anybody thinks of when they hear self-care is like, go take a bubble bath girl yep. i'm gonna tell you to go take a bubble bath i mean i am gonna tell you to take a bubble bath because that's convenient and it's relaxing and if you want to do that then you go ahead and do that um but that's not going to be the only thing that i that i tell you to do um so once again touching on like the seasonal depression as we head into these things i'm gonna give you some ideas on things to do that do not involve taking a bubble bath <laughs> my first Love one <laughs> first one go for a walk outside I know that if you live in the Midwest, it is friggin' cold. I know this. I get this. I hear this. I work in a barn, you guys. Like, I work at a frigging barn. I know that it is cold outside. Do not come at me with that. Because there are things you can do to combat the cold. 
they've got like those little crack open and like shake hand warmer and foot warmers they've got those they've got long johns you guys i got the best pairs of like flannel lined jeans and like fleece lined leggings and like straight up long john long underwear like they are fantastic wear them would highly recommend i don't care how you look <laughs> quite frankly i think they look real cute but whatever they're gonna keep you warm also bibs get yourself a good pair of like overalls i love them total life changer also i've said also like 18 times but these are all the things that you can wear to keep yourself warm outside while you go for this walk that i'm talking to you about get a hat get mittens get a vest because if you keep your core warm you're so much more likely to feel like the rest of you is warm like when i go to work at the barn i've got like a thermal layer on i've got a long sleeve on i've got a sweatshirt on and a and a vest and that's usually what i wear throughout the winter regardless of how cold it gets like i'll throw on the bibs when it's super cold but other than that that's like what i wear and i stay comfortable so I highly recommend still going for walks outside. And if you can get out during the day when the sun is out for our limited hours, even better. But if you can't, just do the best you can. If it's dark, tell someone that you're going. Obviously, if you're going by yourself, just like be like, hey, I'm going out at night by myself. Check on or me in the morning for me. Yeah, or in the morning. Mm-hmm. So that is a big recommendation um, to go for a walk outside or just get outside time in general, even though it's cold. Bundle up, get outside. It's going to help your mood. Second one, this sounds really, it sounds really vain, but I would recommend hitting a tanning salon. Um, I personally do it in the winter months because I just need, I need a little boost because I work a job where sometimes I can be outside and sometimes I can't. And I know a lot of people are working office jobs right now. And, um, the sunlight that you may or may not have from like the one window in your office is not going to be enough for you. So if you want to go for the aesthetic of being tanned, fantastic. But if you don't, you also don't have to, you can just go get a little shot of sun, get a little vitamin D helps you out. Um, another one, play with someone's pet, whether you have a pet or you have a friend with a pet, play with someone's pet because animals are beautiful and they're just, they're going to help you a little bit. To piggyback on that, interacting with animals has been shown to decrease cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone. So like biologically speaking, interacting with an animal can help you feel less stressed. So I would recommend playing with either your or someone else's animal during the winter months love that yeah number four for this um get some sort of physical stimulation it's super it's super super simple to get cold in the winter and be like i don't want to move i'm gonna bundle up i'm gonna sleep on the couch all day oh home girl home boy that's gonna make you real sad real quick just get some sort of physical stimulation it doesn't have to be like this ginormous workout you can just stretch just sit on your floor, sit on a yoga mat, sit on a pillow, do what you need to do, go stretch or do Pilates or do yoga. Or if you like weightlifting or you you have like a climbing gym or anything like that, just get some sort of physical stimulation. It doesn't have to be anything big. Get 10 minutes. It's going to make you feel a little bit better. Um, cooking. Winter's a great time to pick up cooking because what else are you going to do when you're not getting outside like I told you to do? You can cook yourself a meal inside and that can keep you warm. Um, eat ice cream. Eat ice cream if you want it. I cannot eat ice cream. <laughs> you can As a lactose, lactose intolerant. 
you can have lactose free ice cream. What I mean by that, what I mean by eat the ice cream, you can treat yourself. It's not the end of the world. If you have a cheat day, and I don't even like to call them cheat days, it's just you can treat yourself. So, like, if you want ice cream, eat ice cream. If you want mac and cheese, eat mac and cheese. If you want a juicy piece of salmon, eat a juicy piece of salmon. I don't care. Just treat yourself. Get yourself something good. Um, books. Reading a book is a really good thing to do right now. Yeah, Des is gesturing to, like, <laughs> her bookshelf behind her. Um, so reading is a really good thing. I think I, I think it's a lot of fun to read books because you kind of get to escape your reality for a little bit. So I think that's a really good one when you just need a distraction um, to hop into a good book that you're reading. It can either be, you know, some sort of self-care book or some sort of, like, continuing education it can be nonfiction. it can be fiction it can be whatever your little heart desires you can have like a smutty romance novel I don't really care just do whatever you can get into um you can meditate this is hokey for some of you but it's actually a really really good practice and meditation doesn't have to be the typical like you're not sitting on a couch pool saying oh like you can do that and that's helpful but it can also be um, sitting down, closing your eyes, and taking 10 breaths and imagining that your breath is a different color for every breath that you take. So it doesn't have to be this like stereotype of this, you sit on the floor with your legs crossed for an hour and a half and think about nothing. Like you can think about things when you meditate. So I recommend doing that. Um, preparing yourself for the day ahead. Um, so a big thing in the winter is that you get home, it's dark, you want to curl up, you want to go to bed. You don't want to do anything. That's probably going to set you up for a really, really crappy day the next day. Uh, so I would recommend like setting your clothes out. If you have like food that you want to bring with to work, get that ready to go. Um, just put it all in one space in the fridge so you can just throw it in a bag in the morning. Um, if you are like me and you're crazy and you go to the gym during the workday and you need your gym bag, pack that up and put it in your vehicle the night before. So just try to set yourself up for success the next day to make it a little bit easier because unless you're a morning person and you absolutely love mornings and uh, statistically speaking, not very many people are morning people, um, set yourself up for success the next day, the night before. And then the last one that I'm going to talk about for this is buy a plant. <laughs> get a plant oh yeah it's like get something living in your house maybe you can't have a pet so like you don't have to have a pet but get a plant des is currently unburying one of her plants to pick up <laughs> she's Look got a little succulent him does so people can't so see well. him <laughs> well he's grown a lot just think of a growing succulent yes love it Love it. But yeah, seriously, get yourself a plant. You have to, it's like something that you have to take care of. So taking responsibility, <laughs> she's kissing it right now. Um, <laughs> taking responsibility for something that is living is actually really beneficial and can kind of give you like a morale boost in the middle of winter. So those are some things that you can do uh, for self-care that do not involve taking a bubble bath. I love that. And you wanted to touch on... The positive affirmations? Yes, I want to talk yes. about positive affirmations. Um, so I, when I have bad days, I force myself to go in the bathroom and look in the mirror and tell myself kind things <laughs> because um, that's just that's just what I need sometimes. So I have a whole entire list of affirmations that you can borrow when your brain is not feeling up to making them. 
Um, but I also want to tell you that, like, it's also okay to ask your friends and your support system for validation when you need it. Like, sometimes you just do not feel mentally capable of providing yourself with the support that you need. And that's not necessarily saying that you're codependent and it's not me belittling you for needing external validation. It's okay to need external validation sometimes. Obviously, this episode's on self-care, so we're giving you things and tools that you can use to... Um, make yourself feel loved without needing external validation but sometimes you just need somebody to be like hey girl your booty look good or like hey boy your biceps look great or like hey I know that life is really hard right now but you guys are doing a really good job and that's okay to seek that from other people too I just recommend getting it from someone you trust yeah (laughs) but yeah so I want to give you guys some affirmations that you can borrow and that you can say to yourself and I'm gonna read off a really really long list for you to choose from so if you want to settle back and like close your eyes and kind of hear these as you as I say them and just embody them okay so like whatever it brings to you whatever you feel in your body as I say them, if you kind of get like a starburst in your heart and it kind of lights up for you, or if you feel a little bit lighter, or if you get any kind of positive vibes from any of these, feel free to write it down and then repeat that repeat that to yourself um, in a mirror, in your head, out loud, whatever you want to do, just tell yourself that. And I recommend doing it in groups of three. So repeat it to yourself three times when you do this. All right, here we go. I am enough. I am abundant. I am beautiful or handsome. I am strong. Though I am not where I want to be right now, I am exactly where I need to be. My success is inevitable. Everything that is meant for me will find me when the time is right. I am loved. I am love. I am resilient. I attract all that is meant for me. I am kind. My heart is whole even when it is hurting or feels broken. My emotions are valid even if they are not understood. I am unique. I am in a competition with no one. I am in a state of allowance. I am smart. I am talented. I am skillful. I am a hard worker. I am in control of my life. I do not allow things that are out of my control to have control over my emotions. I am worthy. My best is enough and I do not have to kill myself trying to be the best. I am worthy of setting and maintaining boundaries. I am capable. I am at home inside of my body. It is okay for me to make mistakes. I am worthy of forgiveness. It is okay to not be okay, but I will be okay. The hard times are not forever. It is okay to not always be the strong one. It is okay to say no. I am worthy of respect. I do not need external validation, but it is okay to want attention and affection. I deserve to have my needs met. I deserve to love myself. And now you can open your eyes. Dude, that was beautiful. I almost started crying. <laughs> I closed my eyes. 
Yes, let's close our eyes. I hope you guys closed your eyes too and really embodied some of those and felt um, felt the connection where you needed them. And if you found that you latched onto any of those, feel free to do some self-work and kind of dive in and figure out why it resonated with you. Because that's part of self-care too, is being brutally honest with yourself and kind of telling yourself some of the harsh truths and then working through them. Very true. Very true. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Any last words, Jocelyn? Mm, That is kind of the extent of this self-care episode. But like I said, if you need external validation, that is okay. And honestly, I'm here to give that to you. That is why I just gave you an entire list of affirmations that you can use for yourself because I believe them to be true for you as well. Um, So yeah, love yourself. I love you guys. And do something to take care of yourself. And if you don't know what that is, then give yourself permission to take the time to trial and error it and figure out something that makes you happy. I love that. I love that. Well, guys, I think this is the end of our episode. We love you. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Stay tuned for more. We'll see you next time. Love you. Love you.